Chiefs are in St. Joe. The unicorn Patrick Mahomes is in full form. What does it look like right now for Rasheed Rice, who's having a bit of a struggle as well? All of it today on Locked On Chiefs Live. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, friends and neighbors. A special live edition during training app. We're going to try to be live for you in the afternoons when we have breaking news. So thanks for tuning in here on YouTube. Uh, like, sub, hit that bell. We appreciate it. Thanks for making us your first listen today, this afternoon, whenever you're getting to us. Make another Lockdown Show your next one because there's news and rumors going off all over the NFL, even though not all the teams are practicing yet. Your Chiefs are one that are. So we appreciate you. Check out, get subbed over on the audio platforms, on every platform that you can. You can find us, and we very much appreciate it. Lot going on across the league that is going to have some effect, but we're going to talk Chiefs today. Make sure that you are in the know. If you want to get on the text line, you can add us there. Just text 816-357-8781 and get in on the action. It's going to start picking up here as we get into training camp, but we have a lot to talk about today. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, NFL33.com and RGR Football. And I'm Chris Clark from Chiefs Corner. There is a ton to talk about. Welcome back, Ryan, from your long hiatus and your vacation. Hope you enjoyed that. There is a ton uh, to talk about, though. Mahomes is already in midseason form, and we already have another player that could potentially be let go from a team that uh, maybe you want to go look at. Yeah, who, who in particular stands out to you? Because I think there's a couple of things that I want to go back and forth about. Well, Denzel Mims it is reported that he could be on the outs with the Jets, um, and it's my opinion. I'm not saying he's an upgrade over what they have. Uh, obviously, if the Jets aren't happy, then something went wrong there. But to me, this is the type of move that Brett Beach makes. I don't know that he's going to you know, claim him, and mm-hmm. it'd be very hard for the Chiefs to claim him because, to be clear, Kansas City has the 32nd wire claim. They're the very last team, and that will be the case until the start of week four. So is it possible they get him? Yeah, possibly. But I, if they are not willing to put in a claim, which I don't even think they can afford to do right now, technically speaking, so they have to make another move in order to make that get done. But I would like to see him brought in just because why not? It would be yeah. a very low risk, high or very, very low risk, impossible high reward type situation. It's the hey, perfect time. It can't hurt. There's only 17,000 uh, wide receivers in camp, but you know, you never know when it's going to click. And so clearly Mims needs a new start. I think it's more about the fit. And Leslie, thank you. We appreciate you being with us live. And uh, folks, I am back. First time in a while, been on vacation. So cheers to you guys for hanging in. And I think it all goes back to competing with the quarterback and, and connecting with him. I don't know if Mims is a guy that can pull that off. I had some serious reservations uh, about him coming out. I haven't seen anything to the contrary yet, but you never know. But that all goes to say there's a lot of guys trying to compete for that connection with Patrick Mahomes right now to to make that because he's already throwing up bombs. I I mean, obviously, you're only going to get a couple of clips. It's It's a mini camp, for the love of God. It's just the quarterbacks and the young players, a couple of guys back from injury. Um, We're going to update you later in the show on that, including uh, one of your favorite running backs. But it is the the fact that Patrick, it doesn't seem to matter. Um, All the hubbub, all the stuff with uh, the quarterback series. And folks, if you want some feedback on that, I'll have some over on uh, NFL33.com. You can get subbed over there on the sub stack. But the guy's got so many distractions, yet he walks into camp 
on the first day. And he's making passes that we've seen him make in midseason, postseason, that kind of thing. Like it's nothing. And it's to guys that don't necessarily catch the ball from him very often. Yeah, Nico Remigio is the guy that they, the clip that you're talking about right now. And not only that, but the thing that speaks to me, and, and yeah, that throw was fantastic, but it goes beyond it for me. You look at the way he's doing handoffs. He is not taking any rep lightly. He is trying to get ready for the NFL season. He's trying to get better. And he is doing everything the way that it needs to be done as a professional quarterback. And he's taking each rep serious. And that's that's a great sign. I mean, when you get that from your leadership, it filters down to every other player. It certainly does. And I think that this is a nice little point in the season where you can get a glimpse of guys that could contribute. It's it's not a surprise to me that Remigio is a guy that's making some catches, getting loose. Yes, it's not a ton of competition. None of the vets are here. Or those that are, like we'll talk about later, are in some significant situations. Um, Remigio is a guy that I think has return talent that could be in a position later in the year, whether on the 53 or coming off the practice squad. I think he's a guy that could catch passes from Patrick Mahomes that come the regular season as well. Possibly. Uh, he's going to be an interesting one. There's a lot of talk and question that, you know, now that DeAndre Hopkins is out of it, <laughs> Ryan, you, you missed the last part of that. So congratulations on that. But he's now officially uh, not available for Kansas City. But so now you're looking at, okay, are they going to keep six wide receivers? Are they going to keep seven? Uh, you know, Matt and I have talked a lot over the last couple of times that we, he's been on talking about, it's probably going to be six, but if there's going to be seven, they're going to have to force themselves on the roster and probably not going to be kicking anybody off. Yeah, I have to say, like, my whole concept, and I mentioned in our last 53-man rundown when we concluded OTAs, that seven's a possibility in mind. It still is because I think if you don't have clear separation at each position down the depth chart at wide receiver – Maybe you have to roll the dice and keep more in order for somebody to emerge. If it had become Hopkins, I, I think that would have solidified and it would have been six and that would have been a done deal, right? At this point, I, th I think more the merrier, um, just waiting for connection, a guy that can step up at a given time. We obviously have to see all the rest of the position groups fall out, but I won't rule out anything yet. I want to see who's getting reps here in the next coming weeks. We're in a very luxurious spot, honestly, as Chiefs Kingdom, because we get this extra week of preparation due to the coordinator change, due to the early game in the preseason. Um, so we're going to have a little bit more time to digest and see what's on the field before we have to really dig into what our expectation is going to be versus what the Chiefs actually do. Yeah, and then you also got some, you know, some rookies that actually got a chance to talk today. Uh, and you got another rookie in Rishi Rice who actually threw up today uh, at practice because of the heat. And it, it was very hot. I'm in Wichita, Kansas, and it was extremely hot today. It was even hotter yesterday, so I'm glad they weren't practicing yesterday. But it takes another level of conditioning to be ready for that type of heat and the humidity of that heat. Uh, and Rishi Rice talked about it. You know, He said he's probably closer down to 200. And in OTAs, he's at 215. He's lost 15 pounds. That is significant for a receiver of his size. Yeah, I mean, that means something. It means you're you're doing the work that you need to do. Does that translate? We're going to have to see. But there are a few other guys that are practicing maybe unexpectedly due to this time of the year and the rules that are going on. We're get, going to get into where Isaiah Pacheco is in his recovery right after this. And then later, we'll hit the rest of the camp updates that you guys want to know, including Rashid Rice. 
Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with our Locked On Fantasy Football host, Vinny Iyer, to bring you some of the best fantasy picks every week, all season long, whether you're prepping for a draft or you're scouting the waiver wire every week. We're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So with the draft wrap underway for this upcoming season, let's see who Vinny's got for us in eBay's guaranteed fit, the fantasy picks of the week. And we start with that, hey, I lost out on the first round, but if you're looking to make that turn, at the last pick of the first round and get that snake whiplash back to the first pick of the second round, you can do a lot worse and you can get a guaranteed winning one-two punch here with workhorse power in your backfield, combining Jonathan Taylor from the Colts and Nick Chubb of the Browns. While Taylor's a perfect rebound candidate, Nick Chubb is going to get the dominant share of what is uh, that workload in Cleveland. I think you're going to be really happy with Taylor because he's in a much run happier offense this season a lot to take from those two guys together. Now, Vinny's going to help you all week long, whether you're going for your championship. And eBay Motors knows how to get a championship team that's about your player being the perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So with eBay's guaranteed fit, over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. Filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, those things that you break off the mirrors, all the little bits and pieces, you name it, eBay Motors has it, and they'll make sure that it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit gives you the uh, understand the exact part that you're looking for in your vehicle the first time, every time. So go out there, the switch gears, crank the AC, roll all the windows down if you want to, say goodbye to sweating for your ride needs a little bit of fixing up, not a problem, because now you know that you'll always get set up for success from the get-go. With the guaranteed fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For parts and accessories to fit your vehicle, just look for that green check on eBay Motors. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's get after it. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. And exclusions do apply. They certainly do. And an exclusion that I thought was coming this particular day was that we generally don't see a guy who had a thousand yards on the field during this first mini camp at the running back position. But Isaiah Pacheco made an, uh, an appearance, evidently brought the tood with him, and I kind of like that. Um, he had a couple of issues in the offseason. It was uh, surgical repair on the hand, right? And then yep. a, sol- a shoulder labrum, which is the more concerning injury for me. But to see him back day one with the quarterbacks and the young guys. I'm pretty encouraged by that, and I hope that that continues to to pay off. That's a positive sign in my book. Yeah, no, absolutely. And he was in a yellow practice uniform, so he can't be hit, uh, kind of like the QBs. Although there's not a lot of hitting going on right now, anyway. Uh, he was back taking kickoffs as well, so uh, you know, obviously they're comfortable with where he is. And, and you know, Matt talked about it uh, yesterday, I believe. You know, it's possible that they were to start him on the pup list. Obviously, that's not going to be the case at this point because he is healthy enough to practice and. He was out there, and it sounds like he's looking pretty good. I think that it's, it's encouraging that he is practicing right now. I will say uh, I would expect that they'll probably take it easy on him for the first week or two of practice because there was a question whether or not he'd be available for training camp, and there's really no reason to risk him getting injured, re-injuring something uh, because you bring him back a little early. You know, Running and doing what he's doing right now, you're not going to have the contact that it, you would normally have in a padded practice, so that's okay. And I think that's really what you need to be focusing on. Yeah, I agree. Um, just just let him get out there, run around, and get things done. Running around seems to be the problem for uh, some guys that aren't used to St. Joe. 
Um, uh, kudos to Rasheed Rice, who made an appearance and uh, did speak to the media today. We'll more break down on that tomorrow. But uh, she had some gastric problems, we're going to call it. Uh, getting in that heat, not being able to hold down your lunch is not an uncommon problem in St. Joe, especially for the dudes who are, who are yeah. new. Even, even Frank, Carlos Dunlop, had some like adjustment problems when they first got to the heat in St. Joe. So can't really blame Rasheed Rice, but, uh, you know, he left his – just launch out there, was able to recover and joke about it. Again, that's a pretty positive side of my book. Yeah, no, and he, I think he came out and said that, you know, he doesn't mind that he threw up on the field because just shows he's out there working hard. And that's the attitude you got to have as, as a wide receiver. And, and being on this team, I mean, you're looking at playing in this heat, and it is going to be brutal probably for the next couple of weeks. I haven't looked at the weather, so if it's nicer, congratulations to them. But it's likely that they're okay. going to have a lot of these practices where they're going to be out in 100 degree type weather or where it's feeling like it's 100 degrees out there and then you add in pads and you add in everything else it's going to get hot and it's going to be something they're gonna have to deal with and get used to but i do think that actually helps them get prepared for the regular season yeah i I agree and and better to prepare now again with the extra six practices they're going to have in this training camp get it out of the way get used to it the conditioning test is going to happen when camp actually opens. So this is just more preparation down that line to be ready because she's in a unique position. Now, like you said, with, with the way that this is going to fall, it is a true competition with the guys that are in camp. I don't see any other free agent acquisitions coming at this point right. at the position without D-Hop on the market. Um, now, I haven't seen an actual contract signing in Tennessee, but I believe that that's on the way. You correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I just got back to civilization in the, the interweb here in the last few hours. So um, I, I'm trying to put it all together. But without that, it really is the competition factor. And so the more that he gets prepared now, uh, Nico Remigio as, as well, any of the young guys, that's when they have to put the battle in here, starting on the 23rd. Yeah, and one of the things that Rice also said was that he had been working with Shane Michel down in Texas and trying to get ready for camp and trying to get ready for – the NFL season. I mean, that's a great sign when you have a guy that's willing to go do that. And Michelle is out there working too. I mean, that's another great thing. And, and, you know, Rice was telling, or sorry, Rice was talking about it and said that Michelle was also giving him insight into what Patrick's looking for, because he's been with him long enough to get an idea. This is what Mahomes is looking at. This is what, he, this is how he sees things. Obviously it's not the same as having Mahomes there. It's not the same as being able to work with Mahomes one-on-one. And I get that, but it still gives you the ability to get a little bit of an insight as to what maybe he's thinking in certain ways. And it's also gives you the ability to work on becoming more of a professional showing that you're really wanting to work. And to me, this shows that Rasheed Rice doesn't want to be a guy that isn't going to be contributing very much to Kansas city this season. Yeah. It shows that he's dedicated and and that's all you can ask right now. The learning curve is what it is. If you're dedicated to being there and being ready, that allows you to pull in, that learning curve and really absorb the material that they got a taste of in OTAs, but man, it, the full thing is not in, in session yet. It's going to turn into a fire hose. You're trying to drink from here real, real quick. So who's going to be there when the vets report, who's having a couple of troubles. We have an update on one player in particular that I have some concern with and voiced a couple of weeks ago. We're going to fill you in right after this. So I think the – no shock to me, but I think some fans in Chiefs Kingdom were caught off guard with the fact that a, a position group that is pretty diminished right now in the defensive tackles uh, 
further was diminished by the news that Turk Wharton is in camp early, working with the athletic trainers to get ready because he's going to start the season on the pup list. That's not a huge caveat. He knows the system, but the fact that he's not able to work with the team from the beginning tells me that this is not going to be a situation where the first quarter of the season, we can look for him to really reestablish his pass rush and be a consistent contributor. Mm, I kind of disagree with your assessment. He's on the pup list for now. He can be taken off at any time. So it's possible he's ready for the regular season, but he is not going to be the the start of training camp. I agree with that part of it. Uh, It's, but it is a good sign. He's there working with the trainers because since he is there working with the trainers, I would think that that means that he's probably closer. uh, And I think he probably would be available for the start of the season. Maybe he can't get the full, you know, normal reps for him by the first part of the season, but he can still contribute. Yeah, and I hope so. Usually if you start at a deficit, it has a tendency to cannonball, but we'll see. Maybe he only needs a couple of days and he can come off the list and start training camp on, on time. I think that would be the best case situation here, especially when we're we're still patiently awaiting. I think the 22nd is probably the day that Chris Jones gets signed the day before practice, but hey, we could be wrong. If it lingers, I'm not going to be too concerned about Chris. I'm going to be more concerned about what the defensive tackle group has at rotation because without Turk and without out there, Kendrick Coburn's a starter on this group right now. Uh, He showed up uh, with a giant suitcase yesterday. Looks like he's ready and he's pretty excited. Uh, He and Derek Nottie would be your starting pair in my mind if those two guys are not in camp starting tomorrow. You would have called it a giant suitcase. I'll call it what it really was. It was a giant box. Um, (laughs) It it is what it is. Um, And I've never seen a player show up like that, but that was pretty impressive. Uh, I agree with you. I think Chris Jones is going to be here. Uh, I don't know that it'll happen by, you know, when everybody's supposed to report on Friday. And, And Matt and I talked about this, and I did verify this as well. If Jones doesn't show up when he's supposed to report, it's $50,000 a day. Now, that's nothing compared to what he's going to get a check for when he actually gets his contract signed. But it is something that changed like a couple of years ago uh, when they came out with the new CBA, they can no longer waive that. So Mm -hmm. it's a matter of if he doesn't show up, he is going to start losing even more money. He's already lost over a hundred thousand dollars. Not saying I blame him. I'm just saying that is the rules as it is right now. It's changed a little bit because a couple of years ago when they had a franchise tag player, or not franchise tag, but when you had another situation with, I think, uh, Justin Houston, maybe they were able, or maybe it was Chris Jones, they were able to write off before, but now they cannot do that. That is not allowed by the new CBA. Yeah, and the only way you're out of that right now is if you are on the franchise tag, because technically you're not under contract until you come in and sign it. So, As long as you haven't signed, yes, you're right. Yeah, Chris is not under contract yet, or is under contract, so that that's the difference there. So let's hope that he gets in there. Let's hope that Turk comes off in a couple of days and he's able to participate. Um, that is a thin position, and that's one that I could see possibly making an acquisition at. There's a reason that Mike Dan is getting some some pub here. Charles O'Menehu has been brought on this team because if you have to absorb a lack of defensive tackle t- uh, depth, having edges that can reduce down inside and let some speed rushers come on the field, like Felix, like uh, B.J. Thompson, who I'm really intrigued to see in camp, um, it's a change of pace from what we've seen in the Spags era lately. And it, it slides a little bit more akin to what, We've seen Joe Cullen do in the past with a 3-4 type base front, but you have to rush with four, and I think it's going to be an interesting combination. There are ways around this issue, but it is an issue that we need to keep watching. Um, now, yeah. another thing that we can do – oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I thought it was really funny. Uh, Wanya Morris also talked, and uh, Felix 
and Aduke Uzama also set in on Wanya Morris's conversation with the press and decided to call him out because he said he got a sack against him when they were going <laughs> against each other. And uh, it, that was actually back from college, and it was proven. I saw the, the clip of it afterwards. Uh, FAU did get a sack on on Morris when he was at OU. So congratulations on that. But uh, the play, you know, those two guys were kind of jawing back and forth. They were having a good time. Uh, you know, they were giving each other credit. I think that's a great sign going into this camp. You already have that camaraderie, and those guys understand it doesn't matter that I'm going against this guy. It doesn't matter that I'm trying to prove that I could be a great player. It's I need to bring all my teammates up, but that's really what I'm getting from those, those types of conversations. Yeah. And, and these are guys that obviously played uh, in college. They're going to go to, to war with each other day after day after day as the backups uh, yep. until something changes. So I, I agree with you ha- having it be at this point where it's jovial and it's joking at this point, you got to help each other out. Um, and you'll see if you went back and watched the college film, um, Wanya had trouble out there on the left-hand side at Oklahoma. Yep. He was much better on the right-hand side, but making that transition, getting his feet, which are his strength in my opinion, to really really adjust, I think that's going to help. He also mentioned um, that Donovan Smith, who's who's as new to this ball team as yeah. he is, was very helpful in hand placement. Some of the things that he needs to work on, he's already getting advice from from guys. And I don't, I doesn't matter whether you out there were happy with the signing of Donovan Smith or not, you have to admit uh, he's a legit veteran with a lot of experience and some really good seasons under his belt. So for him to be working with the rookie already, that is a really positive sign, especially if it looks like as we go into camp, he's aligned to be your primary backup. Well, and the reality is, is that if Wanya Morris, and I don't expect this, but if Wanya Morris came out and had an amazing training camp and Donovan Smith goes down for some reason, Smith could lose his job to Morris. I mean, it's potentially possible, but it's a great sign, like you said, to see Donovan Smith being willing to give the rookie help, even at OTAs, even that, you know, they're both just barely on the roster and he's already helping him out. He's already given him ideas or, you know, coaching on hand placement. Yes, positional coaches can give you all that, but it's getting it from players, getting it from veterans, getting all that extra information that you can possibly get and bring in as a rookie. It's invaluable. That, that's an understatement, in my opinion, because right now, all the reps that you take, any piece of non-physical advice, data, improvement you can make without having to take the physical reps is a step forward that you can then apply when you do get the physical reps. So uh, I, I think it, it can be double worth what you're going to get out of it. So I, I think, folks, there's one other uh, thing that I'd like to do as we go forward with these live streams. Um, because we're going to be updating you on, on the day's action each day. Um, we should have time for some questions from now and then. And there is one in the chat tonight. If you're not with us live and you're listening on repeat, uh, you should be able to find us on YouTube. Those will be the live shows. The shows will then be on audio a couple hours later. So it won't be a, a large delay. But if you want live and you want it in the chat, go ahead and jump on YouTube live. Um, and right now, it's going to be uh, Luscious Beast. Great YouTube name, by the way. Um, and he had a good question. If Jones gets uh, redone, what about Yannick Ngakwe, who's sitting out there waiting for something to happen? And I think uh, at this point in the season, it would be a value selection. It would be a, a very cheap acquisition. It would be, again, something like the Carlos deal, who I think is probably the more leading candidate to return as the, the veteran edge that can come in and give you a boost from time to time. Um, low base high incentives that's the kind of deal that we're talking about once chris jones gets done 
And I will say this. I think part of what the delay is in in the Chris Jones deal is they're looking to try to figure out, okay, you know, obviously the salary is going to be something, but it's also how is this going to play out in our books over the next couple of years? Uh, you know, they were talking about there was I can't remember who it was that said it on Twitter today, and, and it's correct. The Chiefs don't have any bad contracts on their books right now. And I don't expect that Chris Jones is going to be a bad contract, but my whole point in saying that is that you can figure out, and depending on how you structure this contract, and I think Seth and I really talked about this a little bit on Monday, depending on how you structure it, it can make a big difference in how much salary cap you have this year versus next year versus the year after that. And that's really what you have to be looking at. I don't expect Kansas City to start doing void years, and I really hope they don't. So you're mostly looking at a situation where it's probably going to be a four-year deal would be my guess. And the question is, how much signing bonus are they going to give them? Because that really is going to be what determines how much salary cap you can free up. He's already got $7 million on the books that you can't get rid of. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> carryover from the year before. Or it's carryover from the previous signing bonus. So you can free up some, but you can't free up a ton. And don't forget, no matter what Kansas City does with Jones's contract, they still want to have probably close to $5 million to go into the season with. And you only have the top 51 contracts on the books right now. Yeah, there is definitely some jostling that has to happen in order to get ready for the season. We're going to guide you guys through it. We'll have more for you tomorrow. Make sure that you are liked, subbed, and you hit that bell on YouTube. We're going to talk about who shows up and who's making progress as the rookies work with the quarterbacks here in the next couple of days for minicamp before the veterans report. So join us, please. If you want more information, you want to get updates in a different way, a new way for us, get on the text list. It's going to help. You'll be able to answer us, get questions back, ask us questions. You can get there by uh, texting right now, 816-357-8781, and get on that right now. We appreciate your time. Make sure you check out another Locked On show for your next listen. We appreciate all the time. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening today. We're going to talk with you tomorrow.